0: Every day, America Online is making it easier for people to live, work, and play. When we installed internet access on our computer, I got the whole family involved. Are you like the
1: music you? Just what is this main artery of the information superhighway? It's be a beautiful bastards, no matter how large, no matter how small, we'll be on the internet in the year 2000. It's the primary way that people will look at information. Shut
2: up. When we were there.
1: Hello and welcome to When We Were There, a bias internet history. I'm Thomas and I'm Josh and this is a podcast all about the history of internet content, the who's
3: who's, the what's what's, the where's Waldo's. We get into it all.
1: Whether you like it or not, every day same thing. If you don't like it, doesn't matter.
3: Don't tell us about it. Don't tell us. We don't want about about to it hear
1: it. With no negative feedback. I'm yeah very excited about today. Thomas, d- tell us who we got on the docket. So, I. <laughs> We got freaking Liam Kyle Sullivan, but the question is, do you know that name, or do you know Shoes Guy? Because most people probably know Shoes Guy, which I wonder how that feels for you. But uh, it's I'm, fine. I'm freaking excited. It's fine. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> you can you can tell actually. I'm actually very excited because not only is Shoes honestly out of every single like person I've talked to. I've mentioned a lot of people that we've had on the show who are very all each one of them exciting to me. But nine times out of ten, whenever I say, oh, we also got the shoes guy, they go, oh, shoes. I know that. Uh, I swear to God.
3: I think it's kind of this weird thing. Well, not even that weird is if you look into like the age range of like 20 to 30 and the smack dab in the middle, pretty much where we are is like the 25 ish area. If you mention shoes, it's such a cultural milestone that almost everyone in that age range is like, oh, yeah, I remember that. It's yeah, it's like such a big part of Internet history. It's it's incredible. But
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. And not only that, though, because like. So in in rediscovering your your channel and prep for this, uh, this interview, I, I was watching some of the other stuff that I didn't watch when I was a kid. And honestly, I think it's some of it's even better than shoes. It's all so funny. Oh, man. yeah, I love. Oh. honestly, everything I've saw, I've seen on the channel, I've loved, and I'm like, yeah, I've been so excited to to have this interview ever since that.
0: Thank you. That's awesome.
1: So, uh, I guess for the two people out there who don't know what shoes is or who you might be, uh, <laughs> do you want to give a little uh, little introduction?
0: Yeah,, uh, shoes is, well, it's a song. Um, And then I made a music video to go with the song based on a character named Kelly, who um, is a girl, she's a teenager, and she doesn't get what she wants for her birthday. Her parents um, openly despise her, (laughs) and shower her brother with affection. He gets everything he wants, and she gets a stuffed animal. So the song kind of springboards from that the music video springboards from that into uh, a shoe shopping spree yeah with her friends that ends rather uh chaotically and with a lot of f-bombs <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's not a very happy person <laughs> but she is um she's gonna get what she wants she's a go-getter yes yeah she really is <laughs> Yes.
1: Yeah, that video is it's crazy. There's there's fire twirling, there's robots, there's a guy in a purple outfit. Uh the, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot to it. What and not there's only a robot
0: that. there's a robot that gets offended by watching a human do the robot dance.
1: Yeah. Oh really? It's, I didn't notice that. It's
0: in the background. Yeah. It's it's like during the, the pool party dance scene. Yeah. The purple the guy we call him purple man, my friend Scott, yeah. he's doing this and then he looks at the robot and the robot's like Hey. The fuck. <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> that's appropriation. I think
3: what's really cool is also and anyone listening to this who who's a fan of yours or just fan of shoes seen it. If you go back on your channel now, you brought almost back everyone back including uh I believe Margaret Cho was also yes. brought back for masks. Yes.
0: We did oh, masks yeah. um in September because, you know, people weren't wearing masks or there was like this whole like hey, if you wear a mask, we can stop the spread. And uh, I had seen um, Jimmy Fallon, my friend texted me, and he said, Jimmy Fallon's ripping you off, man. And I was (laughs) like, what are you talking about? And he had made a a video called Hats that was very similar to shoes. And so I was like, he should have done masks because we should all be wearing masks. So that's when we decided, let's go, let's break out the wig get those old high heels on (laughs) and go out on Melrose Ave here in LA. And what was kind of creepy about that, I mean, it was happening a lot was so many stores were closed and boarded up. Yeah. With, there was a literal sign that said closed again because, you know, shops (laughs) are closed and then they reopen and they close again. And, you know, it was, it was sad. And so we, yeah. we, we went around that same area where we had shot the shoes video, the exteriors of the shoes video back in, uh God, it was 2006. And um, yeah, I just, I did it math. Let's wear a mask.
1: So the, those are the same stores or, and now they're, they're boarded it's up? It's the same
0: area. It's a, same I don't area. think they're the same stores. We tried to find yeah. places in the video. It was like, oh, you're talking on the phone. With your friends in this part and that background looks like this yeah this kind of looks similar to that background and it's the same street and everything melrose Ave um la is like all these boutique shops and fashion stuff
1: which again
3: 90210 everyone Uh, it's a small Melrose place yeah yeah. but
1: um that shot where you're talking on the phone has always been one of my favorite things just the way you're like talking almost like a puppet like (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's... the hair got in my yeah, mouth yeah. and yeah and I was just yeah. like nah, nah, and you're nah, like nah, nah, and you're site. like tongue is kind of out and you're like talking on your tongue like yeah. I don't know what it is but I yeah. love that so much
0: we had like a minute take of that yeah and within that minute I was just doing different different, different versions just using stuff. Stuff. yeah
1: so I guess also this is something I wanted to ask you is it still the same outfit like the same clothes the whole time have you kept it no. Or have you replaced parts?
0: I wore out, there's a leather or a pleather jacket with short sleeves that got worn mm-hmm. out pretty quick because I wore it like touring, to, right? Touring and college yeah. performances and touring with Margaret Cho. And so that got pretty disgusting after a while. Um, yeah. And the shoes, the the shoes broke, like one of the heels broke completely. So those got changed out. And, yeah, I think since, like, 2008 or something, i that's when I, I, I still have a skirt. And the tights never change, though. The t- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the look of the tights. I have different tights. But the overall look, you know, the wig, the glasses, just lipstick, no eye makeup, no, like, glam. Yeah. And some of the jewelry I still have.
1: Okay. And still the same tube of lipstick
0: from uh, You would assume, yeah.
1: It's the same
3: one. No, it's not. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> we wanted, we're we trying to become gotcha guys.
0: <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> and we, it is the same tube. You're disgusting. <laughs>
3: yeah. I, I have to ask because, you know, it, it kind of seems like the video blew up pretty quick and then you kind of created i guess what is now known as the the kelly cinematic universe
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's how my friend dave talks about he's like let's do marvel let's let's create yeah yeah
3: (laughs) but you you, you've kind of like created this cast of characters and i think even if we go back to that time i think we have our own version of what we think about like the the golden era the silver era the bronze era of like the beginnings of youtube And you're kind of in there, I guess, what could be called the Bronze Era, where a lot of people on YouTube, because it was when YouTube first started, it was kind of used as like a video dump site, like Funny Junk or uh, E-Bombs World. And a lot of stuff was just like a lot of one hit wonders, uh, especially in something like the Pork and Beans video that you were in as well. But you kind of took the momentum from that and kept making like characters and viral videos in in almost like a very short amount of time like you're touring with Margaret Cho you're working with Dave Navarro like it almost I'm sure it wasn't actually but it almost seems like an overnight thing of just like blowing the fuck up yeah
0: it was it was it was also an industry confusion it was like what Mm -hmm. is YouTube like is it just like you were saying is it just like these one-off silly cat videos or is it a whole platform is it changing you know the landscape of like what you can do. And then I think Justin Bieber was really like, oh my God, he was discovered on YouTube and now he's a mega star. I see the progress. Okay. So this is how we do it. Whereas when I was doing in 2006, it was still like, well, okay, that's all well and good, but we still have to go build an audience. You know, you have to go out and do tours and show up live and, and build an audience that way. Yeah, But it's, it's almost like it's good to do that, but you don't really have to do that now. You can build the audience all online. Totally. Which that but was it, the it, beginning of, and we didn't even know it at the time. We, I was trying to get on TV. I actually remember um, I met the Smosh guys, yeah, uh, Ian and Anthony. Yeah. And I was like, so when are you guys getting a TV show? And they're yeah. like, we're not. We're staying online. We're staying yeah. in this space. And I was like, huh, you can do that? I didn't know you could do I thought it had to be a springboard to other stuff. Well, that's um, funny
1: because I was even going to bring them up in terms of. So, like, I think you, you mentioned when you first felt that uh, shoes blew up. It, you heard it on the radio. I can't remember the station or the show, right? But it was like an L.A. radio show or um, something like that. Yeah, I well. I think You I, know, it's
0: so funny, I don't remember that. But I do remember people telling me about YouTube and saying... Because I had a website where I had my videos. Mm. I was making videos at the time as a part of a live show that I was doing. Yeah, And I would do characters and then I'd show a video and do more characters and show a video. And that format was kind of based on um, a sketch group that I was with at the time called Another Showcase Showdown where there were like 30 of us and we would do giant musical numbers. And my friend Dave, who's still my friend, um, was like instrumental in that. But, uh, so I was doing a live show in the hopes of like showcasing myself doing it here in LA.
2: Yeah.
0: And, um, so when I had my website, it was more of like a, I don't know, a, a landing page for people who saw my show. Yeah. To come and see those videos. But then YouTube was invented in 2005. And so people started taking the video, downloading my videos because I, I guess I made them downloadable. I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, I think you probably would have had to, right? Unless you built like a video streaming client on your site. Like, yeah. Was, this was, it, I mean, it would have I think have people were still using
0: GeoCities and stuff. Like, yeah, this is pretty. Do you remember Net Zero? there was net internet should be free.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I, I think it's crazy that like, you know, a lot of people that we've talked to have either gotten their start in some form of like traditional media acting or also, um, doing something like, uh, a public access show. Yeah. And I think what is also true is a lot of people didn't even upload their stuff to YouTube. It was someone else. Yeah. In the case of like Michael Buckley, I think it was his nephew, um, with blame society films people just started uploading stuff like that film cow also people took it from Newgrounds. yeah and then was it just one of those things like well people are putting my stuff on youtube already i might as well put my own stuff there yeah
0: and there were multiple you know you could find shoes under any different channel any different name at the time yeah. shoes and muffins were the ones that were like and um yeah yeah i don't i don't think i built a channel in two- until 2007 because i just didn't i was like i didn't get it quite then the
1: shoes video got uploaded on
0: uh, i just checked july 10th 2006 oh okay so that was when i did it but did i build the oh i must have built the channel then in 2006 but only uploaded a couple of videos that would make sense yeah yeah i think that's. yeah i think
3: it was just shoes and muffins pretty much off off the bat yeah but and this was all t- going towards your live show, though.
0: Yeah, they were all uh, part of the live show at the time, and I just thought, oh, I'll just keep making. And some of the videos I actually submitted um to Slam Dance as mm-hmm. like film festival shorts. Yeah, but no, nothing. <laughs> they came didn't out of like that. them. That's. They, I guess they didn't like them. Did you Did you know about Channel One Hundred and One at all? Yes, I did. I actually attended. One of, or one or two of their um, live events mm-hmm. live shows. yeah.
1: did you ever consider
0: trying to submit to them? I didn't. I guess I, I didn't know I didn't know exactly what it was. I, I thought, um, well, I've got this thing going. let me just concentrate on this and do yeah, my live enough. shows and my tours and my you know try to get pitch meetings and that sort of thing.
3: Mm. Well, absolutely. I mean, if if you're able to successfully do a live show like that is so awesome to be able to like actually go on tour, get to like present these characters along with, you know, accompanying videos like that in itself is like even pre-YouTube. That's living a dream, right? Yeah.
0: There. Yeah. It was incredible. And I did not understand. <laughs> I was like, wait, YouTube <laughs> is free. I don't have to pay to promote myself. That's completely bonkers. <laughs> yeah. I guess you would have been paying like for your site to host it, right? Yeah. To, so. I thought, oh, there's no fee for this? <laughs> I can just put them up there and ship it out and go, here I am. It's wild.
1: And now like 69 million views later, here we are. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. And um, I think that first year was probably the majority of that because I, I missed out on a lot of the ad revenue that came later.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. Jeez. Yeah, before the partner program, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay.
3: I I think what's pretty cool is um, you know, you do you do have a background also in acting in traditional media. Like you've been on a lot of television shows, and I believe in the late nineties you actually played a character that did drag on Buffy. Was that sort of the yes, I inception? Did. <laughs> would would you say that that was the inception moment of of maybe creating like the Kelly character or doing other characters in drag?
0: No, cuz I'd always I'd always done goofy characters like that ever mm-hmm. since I was a kid. I mean, I remember doing um fake radio shows with my sister yeah. and we would do our you know, we'd impersonate our teachers and just, you know, rip them apart. Um,
1: b- as you did, yeah. <laughs> as, as you they do. deserved, I'm sure.
0: Well, just you know, for fun, and and so, yeah. I I was that Buffy job though. Um, it was one of my first jobs in Los Angeles, and they said, okay, you're gonna um, be passing hors d'oeuvres at a frat party. You're a pledge, and they are dressing up like this. Cool. Um, so stand here and wait for your cue. And I look over, and there's Sarah Michelle Galar right next to me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Hollywood. It was pretty cool.
3: Yeah, that's a pretty cool first introduction right there. Yeah.
0: Oh, I didn't say a damn word to her. I just looked over and went, that's her. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I
3: think... It's also kind of crazy that while you were sort of putting all this out, you got a People's Choice Award, which is a crazy thing for like non-traditional media, especially coming from YouTube. Like it's kind of more commonplace now, but you probably would have been one of the first internet celebrities to have that happen to you.
0: Yeah. I I remember they came up with a category just specifically. They were like, well, we, we should do something for this new medium. Mm-hmm. And um, the category was us- favorite user-generated video. Yeah. So it was pretty much anything. It could have been, you know, something some viral moment that someone just, you know, like I mean, this predates the the remember the kid with the dentist like ah oh, my yeah. David goes to den- dentist yeah, yeah. Something like that could have won. Um but I I remember um Chocolate Rain and yeah. I were in the same, you know, we were both nominated and I remember meeting Tay later. Day. he would be a great guest by the way
1: we emailed we've him. reached out
0: good he's terrific <laughs> you got to tell him to come on the pod okay i will <laughs> i met him doing that um, pork and beans video the weezer yeah video.
1: which i also want to talk about because that's that's crazy i remember seeing that as a kid and it blew my mind Yeah. Oh, I probably watched that video like a hundred
3: times.
0: Yeah, it came out. It's It's pretty amazing. There's so many people in it that you're like, I know. Oh, oh, them, them, them.
3: Yeah. I thought at first when I first saw it that like they just digitally imposed you and like somehow dubbed over your mouth Forrest Gump style. Like (laughs) the idea that all these internet celebrities got together to do this like blew my I think at the time like eight year old mind. Yeah.
0: Well, I think it was designed to do that, and they recreated. The backdrop, my favorite is um, the Numa Numa guy. Yeah. You know, and then the drummer of Weezer comes right behind him eating cereal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah was so like, it, was, that, was that a set? They, they recreated that, a- that, yes. they That's
0: recreated crazy. It. He was actually there. So it was not special effects. Same as
3: like you doing the I don't care?
0: Yeah, they recreated the, the look of that shoe store. And yeah, I was live right there. That's so that's
3: crazy. I mean,
0: live. I was I was in person. You were living. I was alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: they. Um, yeah, I guess. Well, they have that big shot where they pan through like the warehouse or whatever. Right. And it's all everyone is in that space together.
0: Yeah. Which- and what was the best was. Uh, so I happened. To, I don't know if this was because I knew Scott, but the bass player, I had met him through other circles, but um, they just handed me a guitar. And said, okay, you're going to play with the band. And I was like, what are the chords? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you don't need to know the chords. What are you doing? But I actually, I knew a little bit and I learned the chords and I was trying to like play along with them. And it was yeah. the coolest to play. That's crazy. Like mock play yeah, with, with Weezer in a music video. One of <laughs> the best experiences of my life. Your height. <laughs> yeah.
3: Did you, uh, did you write all the music for like, well, I mean, all your music? Like, did... Yeah.
0: Well... They were based on um, GarageBand loops. Okay. So I think the year, I think it was 2004 when I bought a Mac, uh, an iMac. Yeah. And this was one that was yeah. a little dome and it had the neck and the screen, and it just looked so sweet. And it had like four megabytes of RAM. I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read somewhere that they sent the guys to the moon with like four. Kilobytes of RAM or something. I was like, how do you do like
1: five hundred and twelve or something? But yeah, yeah, it's like something nothing.
0: ridiculously small. Yeah, and I'm complaining like, oh, I only got sixteen gigs. Yeah, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> this phone sucks. <laughs> um, but I got the Mac and I was like, oh, cool. Let me let me mess around with GarageBand and I just, I mean, there are all these loops built in that were free with the, mm-hmm. you know, bundled with the software and I was just playing with them and there were all these, you know, like techno sounding beats and, you know, hi hat and all the drums and all the stuff. And I was just layering them in and I was just messing around with it and having fun. And, um, at the time I was doing sketch comedy. So I was doing all these characters and the Kelly character had actually been part of a sketch that didn't go anywhere at one point. It didn't, it didn't work. And, um, for some reason, uh, the, the saying shoes in that character shoes, just saying that just struck me as funny on a walk one day when I was just trying to get ideas. And, um, when I put it to music, you know, um, I'd been listening to, um, peaches and chicks on speed. And so there was this, like, you can just kind of, you don't have to rap. You can just talk. And, um, I was like, oh, you can do that. OK, let's see. And so yeah, then I brought these really raw, unfinished GarageBand tracks to my friend Ken, and he um, mixed it. Like He said, oh, let me put this in uh, Logic or uh, Pro Tools
2: mm-hmm. and
0: mix it, master it, and let's get some vocals, like some real vocals in there. And, uh, and then I started writing more songs, and then I did it live. The first time I ever did it was at a bar in Santa Monica that my friend was running the, you know...
1: It was stand-up.
0: <laughs> it was like a stand-up app. Just
1: like an open mic sort
0: of thing, right? Sort of, yeah. Well, it was, wasn't was open mic. They were, like, seasoned comedians. You were billed, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It wasn't billing. Like, there wasn't a marquee, but it was like, we got this great comedian, and sometimes people would try out new stuff, and that's when I would... Uh, that's when I said, I have this new thing. I don't know if it's going to work. It's really out there. <laughs> I remember changing in the bathroom, putting on the wig and going, I don't know, man, I don't know. Doing the lipstick, like, is this really going to work? Yeah, and putting the tights on. But the thing was, I wanted her to look like a real person. I didn't want her to look like a drag act. Yeah. You know? So that's why I made her kind of a little, you know, just a little frumpy, like her stomach's hanging out and stuff. Yeah. So so it worked. Luckily, it worked. And um, yeah, and then a friend said, you should make a video. You should make a music video to that. So
3: and that just I guess it worked. It worked.
1: and I I suppose you could say that. Yeah,
3: (laughs) I well, I mean, and this might be an odd wording of a question, but I mean, with, you know, coming from a sketch comedy background and, you know, doing like stand up. Would you say that you did the music to facilitate the comedy, or the comedy to facilitate the music after a certain point? Like it was the music did you find
0: to facilitate the comedy.
3: Yeah, and I, I, I have to also, as a follow-up to that, is you're also a professional editor, and did you have formal training, or did you find a love for editing while having to make your own videos? The latter. I uh,
0: took a class at the Apple Store.
1: Oh, nice. Oh, damn. In what, like Final Cut 7 or something?
0: Yes, yes. Nice. And yeah, I learned on Final Cut 7. I made so many mistakes in the early days. I remember um, there's a feature where you can uh, just, you know, keyboard shortcut to select all the footage, you know, at the end of the, like 15 minutes worth of footage and then drag it, you know, or drag it around. And I never knew that shortcut for like a year <laughs> and so i'd select each clip shift select 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 like for like five minutes trying to get all this footage oh my to move God. oh man when i learned that shortcut i was like ah oh. and match frame match frame was another i cannot believe i didn't know that shortcut and i was working at that point
3: um yeah i mean as as a group of editors here can we just like bless Final Cut Seven. I'm not a big fan of Final Cut X personally. No. I love Final Final Cut Seven. I like I, I like
1: X. I think it's good.
3: Thomas, you <laughs> shut shut your. Head. We're 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 switching to Resolve now because I'm not yeah. a big Premiere fan.
0: Premiere sucks. Oh, I don't like Premiere at all. I like Premiere. I've got to get into DaVinci because I did, I haven't really. It's been pretty good so far for me. I like yeah. it a lot. I know for light for color. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's good.
1: And then it also like it seems like it has a pretty powerful like audio interface built into it, too. I haven't dived too deeply into it, but it just seems like a good, like, it's got the full package. Audio is... And it's free.
0: Yes. Uh, I've got it. I've just got to, you know, open it up. You got to play around up, yeah. with it. But um, audio is such a big part of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, early on, I didn't know much about audio. As I'm learning more and more as I go, I'm like... Why don't we learn more about audio? Audio is like half the product. <laughs> yeah, this half. And if then not this
3: more, half. at a certain
1: point. Well, I mean, I, I in film school, uh, one of our teachers made a real good point, which is like, people can forgive bad video, but they're way less forgiving with bad audio. Yeah, like you, you can look at something like like Blair Witch, where like the, the footage is shaky, it's not like super high quality, but the audio is clean. Mm -hmm. and because of that you can and the fully in the design is great that's the other thing too well that's how you bring like I love audio editing I love sound design it's my favorite thing you'll love
0: my friend um, Michael James Gallagher yeah he does a YouTube channel all about sound design and he will break down um, sound design in movies so -hmm. you can hear each layer that they put in he did one for um, uh, Batman uh, the the bat helicopter. What is it called? The the bat jet. Uh, the bat. Uh, the, the bat wing. The bat wing. Batwing. He did yeah, one yes. for the bat wing, where it kind of takes off out of an alley and flies over Commissioner Gordon. In the Dark Knight Rises, yes, right? Yes. Yes. And he goes, okay. Here's the rotor. Here's the motor. Here's uh, you know, the wind. Here's yeah. the people. Here's the here's all these layers of sound.
1: Probably something like here's like papers flapping away as it flies. Yes. Like. Yeah, it's so he, yeah. There's so detailed you can get with
0: it. Yeah, yeah. So it's so. Michael cool. Gallagher is totally sketch, correct? Michael Gallagher is totally sketch. Michael James Gallagher yeah. is. Oh, okay. The audio Different guy, yeah. Gallagher. Oh, okay. oh wow. <laughs> there's a lot of
3: Michael Gallagher, I guess so.
0: Yeah, I think at the time, like, Michael Gallagher was blowing up at that time, and I think Mike was like, ah, oh, gotta put James in there now.
3: <laughs> but you, you had in the going straight videos, you had Michael Gallagher. In yeah, there. yeah. Like, the. Which, yeah, and Hi Am Ron. So fun. Yes. Yeah, Hi, yes. I'm Hi Am Ron. Oh. Yeah, those were, gosh, when was that?
0: 2009, 10, 11, 12, 2012. I think 11. Yeah, yeah 11 12, and 12. Okay. I,
1: I know the one with Hi I'm Ron was 2012.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's when I was with uh, Maker. Mm. Maker Studios. I didn't know you, you were part of Which was birthed out of the station, eh? Which was birthed out of the station. Lisa Nova. Um, because Lisa Nova
3: is in your. Is in one of your videos or a couple?
0: Yeah, she's in text uh... message breakup. No, right? she's in. Let me borrow that top, I believe.
3: Yes, let me borrow
0: that. Yes, co- yeah, yes, that's top. oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're like, just come out here and like look like a badass, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> go home. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I I just think it's like so cool that like aside from just internet success, you've also like because you you work for the uh, digital side of the Ellen Show as well. You've d- worked for BuzzFeed, Nickelodeon for um, smosh, smosh through yeah Defy, right yeah
0: i love smosh the first time i saw smosh oh god i forget when it was but they did a video where they just sat there and they were in these rolling chairs like i'm in now and they just kind of smashed their knees oh, against each other one. do you remember that one yeah, yeah i remember that yeah one. i was like what am i watching what is this and then they ended it by like it was it yeah um Ian just goes bye and then ends it, and I was like, "This is this is so stupid. This is yeah. so nothing, and it's great." And I was like, "This is Beavis and ButtHead."
1: I totally forgot about that. That's that's I, one I, of the. I think that's a day in the life. That's not.
0: I don't think that was on their main channel though.
1: Oh, it wasn't? Was, I don't think so. I could be wrong, but I think that sounds like a day in the life, which I, I love. Remember those. Just
0: checking them out and going, "I don't know, I don't get it," but I love it. <laughs> I it's so it's that absurdity you know kind of stuff and um it totally reminded me of beavis and butthead um because i grew up watching them yeah that cartoon and being like this is so ridiculous and stupid
1: i love it (laughs) well and i mean we've been quite vocal about our love for smosh on the on this show smosh is like definitely i think for you as well right josh the reason why yeah i
3: think like starting to make I mean, I've been making like videos with like my cousins since I was eight, but when YouTube kind of came up, like me and a friend of mine started making videos, and
1: that was totally the main inspiration. Same for Thomas. Same with me, yeah. Our our stick was like exactly the same. Two yeah. like goofy guys. Neither of them is really the straight man, you know. Like they're both silly.
3: Yeah, uh, and, and both
0: play off each other so well. Yeah, like just yeah.
3: I think speaking of Smosh though is like, and if you look at a lot of other people that you know t- were very successful, and I I don't mean to deter away from that, but I I think maybe probably because you have like a background in just like Shakespearean theater and also doing like live shows and music, you're also one of those people that has had like production value way ahead of its time for YouTube. Totally.
0: I was yeah, I was trying to make short films. It kind of it's kind of why I couldn't couldn't really jump into vlogging style you know Mm.
2: because
0: it was such a different thing and it was so like you know here i am i'm a person and i'm doing this weird stuff like i couldn't really go there i i felt way more at home and at ease doing a character and building a like you said like a world
1: and yeah yeah
0: unfortunately that is expensive
2: (laughs) yeah yeah because even if you go to like
3: even shoes, like if you're just going off the back, like the, clearly you had background actors and you're shooting in real stores. Like I think of us being like film school babies, like we know just as far as like locking down locations and permits and yeah, and background and having an ad and it. it this stuff adds up. But for I think sure.
1: that there must be a crane for that one shot at the pool. To feel, I'm pretty sure. Yeah,
0: it's a jib arm. Um, yeah, that you can manually. We didn't have a robotic one. We just I borrowed it. Like a even, friend of mine was doing a short film and
1: even still, that's like, I mean, not everyone has a friend with a jib arm. You know what I mean? Like,
0: right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and my friend Ed Eduardo Cisneros, who shot that part was like, Ugh. you know, there's <laughs> many takes where it's just like this. <laughs> yeah. It's like I, I, a learning curve that day, but we got two good takes. So
1: I had to use a jib arm in uh, in film school as well. Uh, and yeah it's definitely (laughs) takes a sec to figure it out especially we didn't have uh like a monitor like we didn't have like i couldn't have a monitor in front of me so i had to like stare up at the
0: monitor on the camera on the rig and just like hope
1: it's (laughs) oh yeah just
0: hope maybe it's good a lot of that run and gun style is if you're directing you're like well did we get it oh yeah you know you're you have to trust your camera operator and be like or your dp yeah all right moving on Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that was in the days when I was on tape. I was I shot she was on digital tape. Oh yeah. Like mini D V or or was sorry? it uh, was it mini DV or It was mini D V. Yeah. So we couldn't watch it back. You know, we yeah. could, but then But then you have to rewind yeah, it was and like, fast. Like, forward do we really again. wanna mess with that? No. Now of yeah. course you can yeah, you can play the clip back, but
1: now it's so easy. Kids these days don't even know. The making hey, their
0: tiktoks
1: <laughs> when i was
0: doing mini dv tapes yeah. my father who would you know he was an editor he's retired now but he worked on um in like the news like the local affiliate for abc in massachusetts where i grew up and he would do reel-to-reel stuff it would take you know a whole day just get... again
2: <laughs> yeah it
0: was difficult work
3: um, what, he he probably would have been using like some form of betacam too if it was news, eh? Yes,
0: he well he lear- yeah. I think he learned on um the real to real, and I think in college, back in those days too, they would teach you the real to real. Just so you know, I don't know if you guys did that, but
3: I I've worked in archiving, so I did audio reel to real as well as like uh transferring like eight eight and sixteen mil. Okay,
0: so yeah, he was working on the he would get the tape the beta. I forget what it's called, beta cam, beta yeah, cam, beta cam yeah. and have to edit a piece for the 11 o'clock news. You know, when they're like earlier today, we talked to the store yeah. owner and they cut to this tape, this edited piece, he would have to turn that around and
1: just,
3: yeah. And just I guess for the hours. audio, would have had to do uh reel to reel, yeah. Jeez. I'll have to ask yeah, him,
0: he didn't like talking about it too much, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. That's
1: funny though that uh, he was an editor. And now you're an editor. Did you? Like, I know, right? You never expected
0: family that, I'm sure, hey? Yeah, <laughs> he was like, "What do you do? Why are you being an editor now? What happened? What, happened to that <laughs> what are
1: you gonna do with your life?"
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm gonna do a lot of different things.
1: <laughs> um, which actually, I guess, kind of leads into a question I have. Did you ever? I can't imagine you never got offered to do like a sketch show or or anything. Like, was that not something you wanted to do?
0: It was. Uh, we in that year. 2007 was the year that i was like okay i gotta i gotta get out there and get this make this mm-hmm. happen like because i've got this this magic yeah uh how do i parlay that and that was the whole thing like it, in my conversation with smosh them saying we're not going to tv i was like why not yeah um but so i was in the mindset of take this and parlay it into that like into tv and movies and like an Mm -hmm. acting career because before then i would just been doing like you said i did tv i did like these roles here and there on tv i joined sag i was like okay here i go and um but along with that came well i can't just audition all the time i have to make some opportunities and that's why i started making my own short films and writing and all that Mm
2: -hmm. making
0: music and so yeah, I had some pitch meetings in New York. Didn't go that great. One <laughs> um, was at Comedy Central. One was at HBO. Um, Did you ever
1: try for something like like
0: Adult Swim?
3: Because it seems like that, it might have been a little bit before like it blew up, but Adult Swim
0: really seems like kind of your brand. Yeah,
1: like watching like the showiest show for me was
0: like, this is Adult Swim through and
1: through. Yeah,
0: well, I was highly influenced by Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. Um But, I mean, one of the things I kept bumping up against was, can we make it more male? That was kind of a note. And I was like, well, I'm the Muffin Lady. I'm Kelly. Those are my big calling cards. Like, I can't make them more male because they're not.
3: They were trying to bro you up. They were trying to bro it up a little bit. (laughs) Because,
0: unfortunately, that was, you know. The time, yeah. That was the time. It was also like, well, that's our audience. You know, Comedy Central, Adult Swim, kind of yeah. You know, until until I guess, I don't know, Broad City somewhere in 2014. Yeah,
3: which, shout out Abby and Alan. Right? I'm a I'm a huge Broad City fan. And I I think kind of the funny thing is you're in many ways you're very ahead of your time, but similar with like your your characters, I think like t- like today that would play insanely well in Adult Swim.
2: Well,
1: though at the same Let's time, call them I, up. Let's get them yeah. on the phone. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll get. Let's get Ted Turner on the phone. We'll get a cheeky <laughs> brunch set up. I mean, yeah. well, but that's that's how it feels watching. Lloyd! Christ,
3: get Ted Turner on the phone.
1: <laughs> He's been watching Entourage. <laughs> but that watching well, watching the uh, the the sketches though, or the 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 shoes video, it really feels like there is a super developed world, and it it feels like they're ripped out of like a larger sketch show. So I like, which I guess it was.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true yeah i always kind of envisioned uh you know the the family Mm -hmm. continuing i had a whole like animated show idea that i was like trying to really go towards because i was like this family could live for like kelly's kelly's gonna be 16 forever yeah we can we can build that and we we tried multiple times with that and it just didn't go anywhere
1: i've Um, watched like 10 animation tutorials on YouTube. So I think let's do it, man. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, the other thing was people who saw it said, well, but it's not your face. You know, a lot yeah. of it is your yeah. face. That is true. Your blank stare or your, you know, insane muffin lady.
1: You straight up look like a mannequin when you're standing outside of, is, is that a mannequin? Yes.
0: Uh, <laughs> you mean that first shot that that's a jib arm too, by the way, the, the like swooping up from the oh, feet yeah? to the shoe to Kelly's face. Yeah. And then the that woman the is like idea. at the window. Yeah, that was it's... the idea. She, she's a man who can come to life. Sort of like, oh, she's kind of frightening to the girls putting the shoes in the, yeah. in the window. That's my friend Megan, by the way, who also plays um, Heather the vampire. Your best friend in yes, a lot of the right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Did she also play the the wife in baby names? Is that she does. Well? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, that one's really funny too. I just
0: <laughs> Dangar. <laughs> i'm a big star wars nerd (laughs) yeah and so yeah there's all these little star star wars just bubbles up from inside all the time and i i don't i can't help it sometimes do you do you know the blame society guys who did chad vader i don't know them personally but when i first saw chad vader i fell down i was like i love this idea (laughs) this
1: It's so good.
0: We we had Aaron
3: Yonda on the podcast. Super sweet guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's it, one of the crazy things was like our first question, just like coming from film school, and knowing fair use, like, how do you get away with yeah. it? Like, well, George Lucas loved us. He handed us like the 2007 Fan Award himself. Like, yeah. Oh, good. Just, yeah. So like there are more people at LucasArts that like wanted them to keep going than actually shut them down.
0: That's awesome. That's yeah. good. Because I know. Yeah. Well, now they're Disney, so I don't know if it's that easy anymore, but.
3: It's Disney's weird. It's like, you can make whatever fan property you want, but the second you start making money, they're like, no. you know, no.
0: Well, how does that work for, because I know um, oh, they're a charitable organization. Never mind. The 501st Legion, the guys who build Stormtrooper outfits at home and wear them, and they're like, they look just yes. out of the movie. So
3: some of them are down here, and they were actually used in a local Vancouver show called Buckets, which is kind of like a military style pseudo drama comedy about like what stormtroopers are doing day to oh. day and they're able to do that because that show because they're not making profit on it technically Yeah. yes
0: i actually found a couple of guys to be in the text message breakup video and when they showed up i was i was geeking out <laughs> i was Shout like out 505th infantry baby they is it 505th or 501st 500 first. No, you're correct. I'm wrong. That's okay. No, I I thought I was wrong and I was freaking out, but <laughs> they um they showed up and they had the holsters, you know, they had it, it they were just looked like they walked off the set. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, I
3: I just I just love that. There's a couple lines of like stuff we've been rewatching. One is Dangar. Like yeah, you hooked up <laughs> with the guy that played Dangar. I think another.
0: You is... must have been 90 years old when you had a fair yeah. yeah. with him. He was a nice older gentleman. What's what's yeah. your problem? You're crazy.
3: Yeah, I almost thought that was going in the direction of she physically hooked up with the fictional character Dangar <laughs> yeah.
0: but... at a at a cosplayer. Yeah.
3: Um another another line that I really love, uh, that is just stuck in my head now is how what's your bicep measurement? Twelve inches. Oh wait, that's my cock. Yeah. <laughs> From the scared straight and then he and then it so goes, goes
1: going straight. You text me first. Yeah,
0: you,
1: <laughs> so good.
0: The yeah that car I I had tried that character before yeah
3: straights just pull their dick out and- <laughs> <care> <laughs> them, sword f- sword fight a St- little
0: <laughs> the straights are always whipping their cocks out I mean we <laughs> yeah I I had tried that character before t- that was another character that didn't work like yeah. in earlier
3: oh really and it just worked later I guess
0: and then I heard about conversion therapy and I was like that is yeah. ridiculous yeah. The guys who are hosting those conversion therapies, what's, what's in their minds? Are they trying to hook up with guys? And that's when I'm like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, it's just a ploy to get laid the whole time.
0: Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> I, another
3: thing I've noticed in a couple of videos, and this it's going to seem like I'm going on a tangent audience, but there is a point to this. So when I was a younger Josh, a 15-year-old Josh, if you will, um, I there was this NBC show I really liked. I don't know how well it has aged, but I, I really liked it. It was called Outsourced. And one of the funniest characters in that um, actually appeared in a lot of your videos. And Parvesh. He, yes. Yes, Parvesh China. He is an astounding actor. Yeah, he was. I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't have made the connection from watching your earlier videos and then a little bit later uh, watching that show. But he was so funny on that show. And then I'm going back and seeing him in like
0: almost all your music videos. He. So we met. We did a commercial together. I remember meeting him in a callback when this was before shoes and everything. Um, it was it was a Skittles ad. It's probably still out there somewhere, but it's the singing rabbit. And I have this. You remember these Skittles ads that were really bizarre and very like adult yeah, swim no. style. Very yeah. like what what's happening here. Um, they still do them, actually. I think, but
3: I saw a weird one. I don't think it's real, but it it's not real. I I just <laughs> I can't even say it's real because I definitely know it's not. But it was like a couple on their wedding night, and they're having sex, and then she says like "nut on me," and it's Skittles. And it's <laughs> yeah, on, I can't imagine. It's on that's YouTube. is like a, no, but on YouTube back in the day, it was like uh, build is like, "Oh, Band Skittles commercial." Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Skittles. Oh, you yeah, yeah, got yeah, yeah.
0: on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this one was just a singing ragget, uh ragged, rabbit. And um, I traded the rabbit for a box of Skittles from Parvash. And I remember in the callback, because some of these commercials, man, you go out and there's like 300 guys up for the same role and they just whittle, whittle, whittle down. They're basically just going, okay, maybe this guy, I don't know. And um, in the callback, I was with Parvash and it's a very simple here. Thank you. Like it's, they don't want you to do anything. Yeah. No, like, isn't this funny guy? Like, no, just dead. I'm a normal person. And um, he was doing just little, little tiny things with his eyes and his face that were so good and so funny while doing nothing. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah. that kind of like you, you see someone who's just so funny and they're not doing anything. Um, like you.
2: He's like that.
0: Well, i, I have to <laughs> I have to do a little song and dance. I got to put on a wig and <laughs> a like... wig and, and <laughs> lipstick. Your facial
2: expressions,
3: though the the deadpan stares. Oh, I mean, come well, with.
0: thanks, but uh, I loved his work, and so we became friends. And then later on, when we were doing the No Booty Calls video, he was doing stuff that was just cracking everybody up that night it was a party scene and so we're all just messing around and yeah you know drinking and there's pizza and it was like eh, let's have fun and uh but the whole time i'm like did we get the shot did we are we okay um but he was doing such funny stuff that night and it was like let's let's hey find parvesh anytime you're in doubt just find parvesh at and, the party yeah
2: <laughs>
1: just see what he's doing
0: <laughs> he's so funny and yeah. it's
3: going
1: to be gold yeah, Yeah. No. that's
3: it's just kind of like a, a, a funny little like Easter egg almost from my childhood. It's just
1: like, oh, cool. Oh, fucking hey, that's like awesome.
3: The yeah. guy from Owlsourced. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I have a question about like, um, I hate I do kind of hate the term cancel culture. But uh, I do wonder, do you think you would be able to do the same character if it was invented today? Do you think you would catch flack? Because you are a straight man and you portray not only just Kelly, but also like in the Get Straight video, you portray a gay man as well. Do you think that would be something that's like could be done
0: now? You know, I haven't really thought about it.
1: Because like you're Um, sort of grandfathered in at this point that you can continue to do it. And I know you have a, a big gay following, so i mean i don't know yeah
0: and i've done shows at at gay clubs Mm -hmm. and they've been phenomenal yeah like i had great great times there was one show i did in san francisco and i had the whole crowd screaming along with me yeah you know and everyone's there to like dance and have fun and you know not necessarily to see me but uh they were all on board. There was a whole plate of muffins nice. when I got there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so a- so felt, like, supported. Yes. <laughs> Israeli and Palestinian conflict. Yeah, Israeli, Palestinian. You know, it's funny. That joke I, got me so. good. I know. I like. I. I don't know how. There was a whole list, and I had to pare it down. To, and that one always made me laugh. It's so funny. Um, fire always fire, made me laugh. Yeah. Imaginary muffin always made. Me, so yeah, but anyway, so. As far as cancel, I don't. I don't know. I. I, I guess. Jeez, well, I don't know. I
1: feel like honestly, um, I don't think the gay community would get upset about this at all. I think, and to use your phrasing, the straights would be the ones who, like, you know, people, but like <laughs> yeah. people who like to crusade for other people. I I could see that yeah. becoming a thing, which is I don't know a shame.
0: Yeah, like I. Don't, I I think it's a well, it's, good a good
1: thing that as a society we're getting more sensitive to people and and like more like okay is like are these things that we're doing or saying comfortable for everyone but there definitely are some people who I think take too much upon themselves to be like oh I have to like save people you know or like
0: I think it gets um it gets so amplified in a space where, you know, when I'm scrolling through my phone and I see something like this person did this horrible racist thing, it's like, oh my God, how could that person do that? Mm -hmm. That's horrible. And you get so inflamed and so incensed. Yeah, And I feel like there's there's something about that experience where you're just alone with that news. I mean, you have nowhere to like, Like, release the energy too. Yeah. And it just builds up inside you. And you're like, oh, how can the world be so awful? Yeah. Yeah. And to step back and go, okay, I, there are things I can do that are positive, that can, you know, fight racism and fight all these horrible things that are happening, climate change. Like, yeah. There are, there are things I can do without freaking out. Every time, yeah, um, because then you're just reacting to to everything, and then that and it's, to everything, and that it's overwhelming.
1: It's so overwhelming and exhausting. Yeah, like you just at that point you won't even be useful in like being able to fight the the good fight or whatever you want to call it. Like you know, if yeah. you're getting freaked out over every little thing, you can't put your energy towards working towards the big things. And right yeah. now
3: it's a crazy time.
1: It's for, yeah, it's it's yeah. ridiculous. It's kind of
3: hitting a weird cacophony of like just. I think you know, uh, even in Canada, it's affected us. But I think the Trump presidency has really brought people out of the woodwork who are trying to suppress racism and is like, oh, it's cool for me to say this shit that isn't okay to say now. That's like getting more comfortable to do that. And especially in Canada, like we were talking about this in the pre-interview, but like Asian hate crimes have gone up eight hundred percent in Vancouver alone. It's (laughs) and like there's been more like violence against women. It's, it's, and it's, I know, you know, without throwing names out there, like, again, like I said, like my, my sister-in-law, like she is an Asian woman who works in the public with the homeless. And I think she's with COVID added onto that and all this violence, it's, well, it, it's really weighing on people in
1: a crazy amount. That's the thing though. Also, as like, like you said, I think a lot of these people were just waiting for any excuse to be able to do this shit, you know, like because COVID happened to originate from from asia it's like okay now all this like hate i have towards asians i can express now which is so disgusting and it's disgusting um it's
0: wrong it's
1: it's it's awful it's terrible and yeah i don't know and i don't know well i was even just saying to josh earlier like 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 what i don't know what can we do like how do we help this i don't know like i i reach out to my asian friends like and Make sure they're okay. And, like, ask if they how they're feeling. But like, I don't know. Like, that's I don't know what else you can do or what I
0: can. Yeah, do. and it's like um we're a bunch of film nerds. How do we fight this fight? That feel you know when Obama got elected, I was like, all right, we did you know, it. This is amazing. Our country is ready. Done. <laughs> <laughs> well, not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah. I some kinda, some people you know, felt that I was way. Like, for sure. Wow, you know. The promise of Martin Luther King's dream.
2: Mm-hmm. Look
0: at look at how far we've come. This is so you know we're ready, um, and clearly, no, we're not. No, and it's it's yeah, it's it's a, it's, it's, really a, it's a shock. I think that's why. I think it was um, was it Dave Chappelle who was on SNL in 2016 after Trump was elected, just going, well, yep, yeah, that's what you <laughs> yeah yeah. There's a lot of racism still. You didn't know that, and all the white people are freaking out. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: it's the opening where they're all like freaking out. It's like, wait, is wait, is America racist? And yeah, him and I believe Chris uh, Chris Rock were like,
0: oh no, maybe like just oh you, really? think? you yeah. think they are? <laughs> like wake up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we are in kind of like bubbles, you know. We're totally we're with the news. Like, if you like this, you might like this. Like, I'm in a bubble that is. <laughs> A bubble I mean, of news, uh, uh,
3: uh, you know, our platform isn't nearly as large as yours. But I, but I think a, a big thing that is good for us to do is just and I, I was talking with people about this yesterday is like, I think it's one of those things we can't ignore anymore. We can't like, oh, you know, we can't have the mindset of I don't like to hear negative things. You know, this is something I think we have to bring to the forefront and be like, OK, like there's a lot of unspoken, internalized racism that is in our culture even if it's not us necessarily it's very ingrained in our culture and i think it's something that we have to address yeah you know, and yeah say that that's not what we want to do going forward
0: yeah and it's it's in us too like i know for me there have been moments when i'm like why did you just assume that that guy works here yeah like he owns the place what's wrong with you like yeah check yourself totally stuff like that where you're like well yeah okay just be aware and try to, I mean, in the masks video, you know, I never, I, I had the Black Lives Matter mask and yeah. we had, there was this great graffiti that said equal justice. And a friend of mine, you know, who's black was like, do you want me to check out the video <laughs> to make sure, you know, I'll give you some perspective. Yeah, and I was like, thank you. Yes, I would love that. Um, But yeah, it's, it's, it's unknown territory for me as a goofball you know comedian to step into the warrior mode totally yeah well, and it, and that's
1: it, that's what i was thinking too it's just like i think all three of us can say we're very serious or silly guys i don't really like to take things seriously generally it's just not my general nature to like get too worked up or serious about stuff so like It's like you said. It's new territory. It's weird to be like, uh, yeah, I don't know, having to talk this somberly about about something and
0: not being able to make jokes, you know, because and and yeah, but it's also like there's plenty of jokes to make without,
1: of course, of course,
0: yeah, yeah, pissing somebody off. Well, that's
1: what I I was saying. This I think I said this in another episode, but it's like um, I hate when people say like, oh, like cancel culture is killing comedy, like. You can't make jokes about anything anymore. It's like you can make jokes about anything still. Maybe you're just not that good a comedian. Yeah, maybe the jokes just aren't that funny.
0: <laughs> I I I God, who who was saying I think even Chris Rock was on board with that though, like saying, "Geez, I go I don't want to do colleges anymore." Yeah. Is it Chris? No, maybe I'm wrong about Chris. I don't know. It might have been I Dave love, Chappelle or of Chris Rock Chris Rock's um specials by the way. He is so funny. Um maybe it was Seinfeld actually. I think I, I think it might have been Seinfeld. I I, I think who, who was like, geez, these. I go to these college campuses and I'm you know I'm a pro, and I'm getting booed. Yeah, like, I'm not going to do colleges anymore because they're too sensitive. And it was like, well, maybe times have changed. I don't know. Like,
3: yeah, and it, you you have to understand that is like things that were okay to say a hundred years ago you know
1: we don't still do today.
3: yeah we like, don't say
0: those now maybe it's just gotten faster like times have changed faster and well, maybe that's that's better a, a
1: big thing i always like to talk about the internet it, it because like you said it, it amplifies things and it's like this f- spread of information is so fast now like i wanted yeah. to talk to you about this as well like the viral video th- what that was 10 years ago and what that is now is so different because like something like shoes probably was viral and big for i don't know maybe like a year or something i don't like and it it, it like spread so much more like to a thing where like you know
3: everyone
0: knows what that is yeah <laughs> totally. you could email you those are the days where you could like copy look what i found on youtube in an email yeah to your friends and they would open it yeah totally <laughs> yeah now it's like uh, i'm not opening any weird don't send me that. Why are you sending me this? Yeah, I'm not well, no, sit.
1: exactly. And that's or, the thing. But like, and videos like videos live and die so much faster now. Like it's something, yeah. it's the big thing, and then it's gone. And
0: well, the news cycle is so short now too. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: kind of a parallel. Totally.
0: I forgot. Like, geez, oh my god, what's the big news? Oh my god, Myanmar is the big news. Yeah, what's going on in Myanmar is horrifying. People you, dying in the streets from the- why White- military coup
3: and i know that there they are also suppressing you know journalists and media yeah so like we heard about it much later because they're trying to not get any words spread about it yeah and you know i think having you know my i have uh my background is i funnily enough two people that had to leave war-torn countries uh jewish and chilean so my jewish side had to leave during the holocaust and my chilean side had to leave during the military coup there when allende was just you know, kidnapping people in the night for having socialist views. And my grandfather was a socialist, so they had to escape. But like while they were there, like my mom and her sisters, and my grandparents had like guns pointed in their face every day going to school. This is just something that it might not be pleasant, but we have to think about. And I know this is an Internet History podcast, but if anything, like we were talking before, like if there's anything we can do with our platform,
0: I think right now more than anything, we have to, we do have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And think about ways to, to talk about it. Yeah. Because it's, I, geez, I've never really talked about this stuff. Like, I, I remember reading about it, you know, learning about it in school, but to have a conversation about it is like, I've never really done it. I mean, I've done it with my wife,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
0: I've had some conversations here and there, but it's not, it's not anything that I can remember being like, hey, let's talk about some serious shit right now
2: yeah
3: yeah well it, it's you know any anything that can be done even like i've noticed that all your videos now like uh that's going towards change.org for uh covid19 you know that's yeah
0: youtube did a great thing when they were like oh you can um you know set up a donations thing right next to your video yeah and here's a thousand charities you can just totally put up there Does the and uh... i was like great let's do that you know does the ad um, revenue
1: also go to the charity, or
0: can you set that as well? I don't think you can set that. I mean, you maybe I have to look into it, but I know but it's that it's
3: like a dollar every dollar sent. Uh, Google will give two dollars, correct?
0: I think that's what it says on your page at least. Okay, yeah. And it's something like I didn't know that. I thought it was just direct, but that's great that they yeah. match and double the match. Yeah. But that's really also, cool. when we did the masks video, we sold masks, mm-hmm. and we were like. This isn't a money grab. We're trying to, you know, get people to wear masks. But also, so we gave some money to Doctors Without Borders Mm -hmm. from the sales of that. And then in my cameos, I give money to the food bank here. Because at the time when I started doing cameos, there were lines of people trying to get food at these food banks. And it was like, ugh. God, we got to do something. So, well that
3: that's another big problem I think with a lot of like the desperation and violence right now is due to COVID-19 and people like making, you know, considerably less money. Like there are more people that are going below the poverty line and
1: can't have a meal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's gotten really bad in Vancouver. Like we have a a neighborhood the downtown east side or like by Hastings Street which like has been historically it's it's where a lot of homeless people end up and a lot of drug uh users and addicts end up living and it it's always been bad and it, over the years they've been like kind of like trying to push it into this smaller smaller area and then with covid it's just sort of exploded where and now it's spilling out into the whole city because yeah people are getting desperate and a lot of people have lost their homes and jobs and stuff so we're super fortunate to to be have been insulated from that yeah to be able to work from home well yeah josh and i have been working at a restaurant for the past while and it's honestly if
3: you want to just completely have your spirit broken run a restaurant during covid (laughs) oh my god people that don't want to wear masks people that don't want to get their temperature taken you'll say hey every time you leave your table or go to the washroom please wear your mask and you have to tell someone five times or they'll yell at you for making you follow protocols or they'll move their tables around or they'll touch stuff you tell them not to you know it's
0: there's a a funny video of a you know, it's a prank, but it's I think it's in Germany where a guy is in a mall and his partner is in a um, you know, military outfit and he's got a stick. Yeah. And he the guy is not wearing a mask, and he walks by the guy with the stick, and the military guy with the stick starts going, Where's your mask? and beating him. Yeah. <laughs> now the guy is wearing a really padded jacket, so he's yeah. probably fine. But then the military guy turns and looks at a bunch of people who are not wearing masks, and they all scurry and put those masks on real yeah. fast. Yeah, nice. I was like, "That's a great prank." We need yeah. more of that. <laughs> we need more of that. Yeah.
3: I I don't mean to derail. We're just uh, getting to that time, but um, I I think you have a very interesting perspective. Is you know you're coming from an entertainment background to YouTube, and you've kind of been on the platform the entire time. That the platform. Has had original content. It's a very unique perspective. Would you say, like, if I were to sit you down, gun to your head, I don't know why I'm doing that, but the I am for some reason. I get it. And I yeah. say, Liam, you gotta tell me what's your favorite era of this platform.
0: What would you, what would you say? It would be mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I the mean, the time it- when I was in there and like. You know, iTunes, I, I had my album on iTunes and it was number one in comedy. It was like me and Weird Al yeah. trading places. You guys were
1: like, duking wow! it out.
0: <laughs> but, but I incredible. I, I got to meet Weird Al at one point.
3: That's cool. You were there yeah. a while. Would you say there's like one year that you think like that's the apex of when you love the platform the most?
0: I mean, this is all going to sound very selfish. Oh, yeah, no worries. <laughs> I, I guess... Um, winning the people's choice award. So
3: 2008, that would have
0: Well, 07 I think. 07. Okay. Oh, 07 was the best cuz 07 was like okay, we're going to make uh the let me Borrow that top video. I'm going to tour with Margaret Cho. I'm going to do college shows, like I'm going to pitch to networks. Like that was the Yeah. Woo. Th- my head was spinning that year, I bet. And it was great. It was like it was great, but it was you know, there was some stress too. There was like, Oh, I hope I'm doing this right, or, you know, oh, I hope I don't bungle this opportunity, or you know, there was a lot of that going on as well. Yeah. But and but you know it's funny, the writer's strike happened the year I won the People's Choice Awards. So oh, there was no there was no event. <laughs> um Queen Latifah was on a soundstage just telling people, here's who won this, here's who won that, and now the show's over. <laughs> Um, cuz she wasn't no no writer was funny enough to give her good lines well they couldn't do the whole they couldn't hold the whole event without writers writing jokes for the multiple celebrities That's who what usually I think. come up and yeah, yeah.
3: just queenland Latifah stand dana come on just get
0: someone to write your jokes beforehand a family well, friend I, uh, I think she w- she was kind of stuck cuz she was like <laughs> i got to do th- i'm contract i don't know you know yeah, she can't out or already signed we have to do something the yeah, crazy thing about
3: it is that and this is like a fact that like I'll put on the pod. Let's not spread it around, though, is without writers. The tough thing is Queen Latifah is actually not a queen and not a lot of people know that. Yeah. So if that got out, <laughs> she said too much. Be like, wait a minute. She's not royalty. And that's they just people a, would that's freak just a out
1: nickname. Their, yeah, there would be rioting in the streets. Yeah, it, it's like when uh, Dr. Dre,
0: everyone found out he wasn't a doctor. He doesn't have a PhD, actually.
1: Yeah, and everyone was super pissed
0: about that. I have uh, his headphones, actually, or my wife does. But- he oh, gave shit. You? The Beats? Beats by Dre? Yeah. He gave you his, yeah. his personal pair? Oh, yeah, we go way back. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember the chronic though, listening to the chronic for the first time and going, What is this? Oh my god. It's, it's a incredible. good record. Yeah, Dre yeah. Dre is
3: actually a friend of the show. We used to uh, have a couple's cooking class together, me and Dre. <laughs> yeah. Uh he it, believe it or not, it was uh, Mr. Josh and Dre, I and
1: Dre and Snoop and we <laughs> Yeah,
3: and
0: they made a really oh. good quiche.
1: Yeah. Like
3: just very fluffy. Yeah. Real men really nice. do eat quiche. Of course. They uh, do.
0: I'm excited to see Queen Latifah in the Equalizer reboot.
3: Oh, she's come back?
0: I saw a billboard. The Equalizer was an 80s action show and then it got rebooted as a Denzel Washington movie franchise with two movies. Uh, And now, it looks like Queen Latifah is bringing it back to television or streaming uh, and she's the Equalizer.
3: They're bringing back a lot of older shows my my dad is uh soon he is guest starring in the remake of turner and hooch and no! oh oh yeah. <laughs> my god
0: turner and hooch <laughs> he's playing a bad guy
3: all i all i know i don't i can't give details right now but all i know is that he's not playing hooch <laughs> that's all i know he's not playing the doc
0: i i want to uh they brought back macgyver they brought back uh magnum pi yeah they, they brought, brought back ba- hawaii 5
3: what's the other um the one with the anti-Semite and the guy from Predator. Roseanne. I'm getting to over this shit. What am I thinking of? Uh,
0: Danny Glover?
3: Lethal Weapon. Yeah.
0: Lethal Weapon. Oh, right. Just oh, Danny Glover Gibson,
3: yeah. isn't an anti-Semite. I was talking about Mel Gibson.
0: You're talking about Mel.
3: Yeah. yeah. What an odd name, Mel. It was short I'll for Melvin, Mel right? Gibson. Even worse. I'll <laughs> shit on Mel Gibson. I don't care. Is it short for Melvin?
1: I don't think so I don't melvin
3: know. gibson not as cool <laughs> melvin now gibson you jew that'd be funny
1: if it was yeah apocalypto um, is a good movie i'll say that <laughs>
3: <laughs> is there is there anything that you're working on that you're really excited for people to see right now
0: yeah i my friend dave and i and alana and my other friend bryce we are talking about doing a live show oh yeah on zoom like a zoom or a I think we're doing it on Vimeo, actually. Okay. With those with the Kelly universe.
1: Yeah,
3: right on.
0: And trying to do, like, my friend Pam Cook, who plays Kelly's mom. Oh, she's
3: fantastic! Her,
0: isn't she fantastic? She's so good. Yeah. She is. Check out her IMDb. She has done a ton of stuff. I um, love how
3: she says "whore." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the we just the a, facial expression. And I totally buy that she's like in her sixties.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, she rocks it. She, she is a wonderful actress and so funny. Yeah, her ad libs are so good. Um, there was something she said in "Let Me Borrow That Top," uh, in the skit part of it where she goes, um. Oh, so Susan's girlfriend is Spanish and she speaks Spanish. Oh, yeah. We,
3: we don't. Uh, It's like in, in we speak English here because other languages upset us and scare us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
0: She said that language I don't understand and therefore it makes me angry. Yeah. <laughs> and she that's just. Great. And that was just an ad lib? Laid that down so oh, well. Oh, God. Yeah, that's it's an ad lib so funny. That's funny. I, in the take. I had to kind of slow myself down at the end because I burst out laughing immediately. It was oh just yeah, just too funny yeah. in the moment because I'm sitting right next to her when she said it. So yeah. luckily there was enough a little bit of time there where I could cut without you seeing me break. But yeah, so we're going to do a live show on May 15. Okay, nice. And my we, brother so, turns
1: 30, so it's for his birthday.
0: Oh sweet! <laughs> Happy birthday, Joel! We, we get Happy tickets. Happy birthday, Joel! Of course, right. <laughs> Yes. You guys will get tickets. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I'm not really sure how it's going to go. We've got some ideas. Um, I'm going to do Bob Tulop. Nice. The, you know, curmudgeonly announcer. Um, I'm going to be myself, which is like, I've never done that. And then, um, might do some nostalgic things like look at some old, you know, some old, Actual newspapers. <laughs> from the, this is a newspaper. Um, and then do some stuff with the with the Kelly, you know, with Kelly and right on, and and see how it goes. We I'm set excited. a date. Yeah, we said, just set a date, and then worry about what it is. If yes.
3: I Thomas turned me on to this, I hadn't seen this one before. But it's the one where you're, like, playing just a New York guy and narrating yourself oh, walking yeah. down the street. And then oh, yeah. you go in and, and you just do the, hello, <laughs> this is
0: NPR. <laughs> yeah. That guy has since retired, but uh, that was one impersonation that I could do. Um, so I did it like that. And um,
3: Oh, another one you killed that I'd love to see there. I think you've probably done the best Tim Gunn I've ever heard. Oh, thanks thank you work 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 yeah i love just tim Gunn. but but how you carried yourself as that too like you definitely seem someone who really kind of falls into the character
0: yeah i like to do that
3: yeah and it was just like and just the makeup too it was that was just definitely the best tim gun i've ever seen
0: oh thanks <laughs> we're just i appreciate
3: buttering
1: that. you up on this show <laughs> yeah oh we're big fans <laughs> no seriously honestly it's so funny like i i could go all day talking about bits Which that is, i find hilarious it's so
3: cool to you know i think i won't name names because uh we're internet historians and maybe end up interviewing these people at some point who knows um but there's a lot of stuff you know like we go back and watch from sort of like the heyday or the childhood era of youtube and it's like oh this this really didn't hold up but it's your stuff is still so amazing it's and honestly even better stuff that, like better because i actually understand what's going on now because i'm i'm not 10 yeah Um, but it's (laughs) it's just it's so cool to see that and uh you know just as we're getting that point anyway like to still see that you're doing so much cool stuff and that you're editing and still making live stuff and masks and how awesome it is to go back and watch your stuff i really appreciate you being on the show man
0: yeah well thank you it's awesome Thank you. I appreciate you having me on the show. It's been really good talking to you guys.
1: It's been awesome talking to you.
3: If if people want to find you, well, how, here actually, how they Josh, going? we got to. Oh,
1: this is leading into our last question, and we ask oh. every guest this, and it's very important. Oh yes, I almost forgot. Uh, Thomas, forget. please take it away. So, Liam, have you ever completed a hands-free ejac? No okay i'm still alone still alone josh
3: i'm the only put pro- <laughs> we've asked i think at this point now you're our ninth guest yeah <laughs>
1: we missed <laughs> we nope. missed adam johnson we fucked it oh, he's got to come back on the show this, adam Mr.
3: johnson have you have you hands freed <laughs> but uh yeah no one's achieved. i'm the only one. oh you're so alone i feel, I
1: feel very alone well some people I'm so sorry. some people have said yes but then uh, they, but then they kind of redacted
3: it after. They re- used apparatuses or clothes. Or, you know. Yeah,
1: Kevin MacLeod kept asking, do clothes count? And I was like, what does that mean? He had
3: sex with a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for for those of those who maybe haven't heard, Kevin McLeod is responsible for probably all the copyright <laughs> freak uh, music on the internet. And he had sex with a shirt. <laughs> he had sex with a shirt. That's a gotcha moment right there. That's the only one we've so got if, so far. So if you have just if you're hanging out with Kevin McLeod and you just have some laundry lying around,
1: put that away. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna bang those jorts. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, like Josh was saying, absolute pleasure, Liam. You've been wonderful. Uh Thank and yeah, you. so excited to to see that you're you're doing stuff again. And I hope, I hope it continues. I'd like to see more of your content. And, and we'd love to see that live show. Yeah, of course.
0: But. Thanks. Okay. Yeah, it's May 15. And I mean, we'll just, we'll knock we'll it. I'm, I'm kind of delving into the like, hey, let's just, let's see what happens here. You know, yeah. like.
3: Oh, absolutely. A
0: little bit of that loosey goosey feel. I, I used to try to, you know, write it, edit it. You know, as editors, like you're like,
2: tsk, yeah. make
0: it tight, make it just so. and Sometimes you just got to do it. Sometimes, yeah, you got to let go.
3: I think that's what we found doing this podcast and sketches is like, I think we have that, you know, similar to probably how your brain works, but ours coming from a film school background, like everything has to be perfect and meticulous. If it's not going to be perfect, don't do it. And then I think we just had to learn, like, let's just do it. See what happens, if it's fun and if it makes us laugh. That's all that matters. Yeah.
0: And it doesn't make you less of a professional. Yeah, totally. To get messy, to get like, woo. Because, I mean, some of the brightest comedians and, you know, they just get like when I learned that Dave Chappelle just gets up there and just can do hours of material. That's crazy. Like all night he could talk. He you can't drag him off the stage. It's like I thought he had to like prepare and do all this stuff. And he's no, not that guy. I like I like him in uh, one of his specials where he's like, I've
3: always known that I'm talented. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. I go on stage <laughs> and I say, Yeah, I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Whereas a guy like George Carlin. It's just a sweet like George Carlin has to be my favorite because he just it was a performance piece yeah you know the ten dirty words you can't say on television brilliant right yeah just like my dad's favorite comedian yeah him and Chappelle yeah well they're, they're two and the big two ones. totally different styles like I I just but yeah. just
3: two masters I think I yeah I'll, and I'll say this for the world to hear Chappelle is definitely my favorite comedian yeah that's fair I'll say it. I don't. I don't care
0: who knows <laughs> I I got to give a well, special
1: shout out to Bo Burnham though.
0: Oh yeah, Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. Also, one so, of your yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. I met him very briefly. Um, would it be YouTube Live or? Would you, no, it did was you at Bonnaroo. It was at Bonnaroo. in oh, okay. Two thousand and ten.
3: I I don't want to be a bore. I just I do want to keep chatting. But my camera is gonna die. If we could quickly do the sign off. Yeah, yeah. Let's sure. do yeah. that. So uh, what I'll say last is, Liam, you've honestly been a pleasure. You're such a sweet guy. You're such a funny guy. Thank you for coming on the show. If if people want to find your stuff, they've heard this podcast, like, this guy rules. Where do I find him? Where should they go?
0: LiamShow.com.
3: Yeah. LiamShow.com. It's got all
0: the links to all the stuff.
3: And would we be able to, on LiamShow.com, when it comes out, see where we can see the Vimeo show?
0: Yeah. It'll be May 15th. There'll be a link there. Rock okay. And roll that's that's <laughs> awesome. perfect uh yeah. thank
3: you for being on the show everybody thank you for listening if you want to find us we're uh on anchor fm slash friend styles we're on patreon.com slash friend styles when we are there show on uh instagram and tiktok and twitter uh, but we don't use it we don't our wholesome <laughs> only fans is friend styles if you just you want to have a friend and you want to see wholesome non-nude content of us just being pals Check that out. Yeah. Um, and thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.